0: Let the church say amen. 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 From the book of Romans, the book Romans chapter 12. Yes. Yeah. Romans chapter 12. if you will consider with me this morning verse 1 you find there these words I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your Reasonable service. Amen. Amen. I I want, (laughs) just for a few minutes, I want to talk from this subject. What is your reasonable service? What is your reasonable service? My brothers and sisters, it is not until you are clear on who Jesus is and what he has done that you will come to the right attitude about service. You'll never serve like you ought to serve. Until you have a clear understanding of who Jesus is and what he has done for you. Of all the lessons, my brothers and sisters, of all of the lessons that I have ever learned in Sunday school. Of all the sermons as a child that I stayed awake long enough to hear. The one message that was indelibly etched into my memory was the message that Jesus died on the cross to save me from my sins. And that because of what he did on the cross for me, that I have eternal life. Well, I missed a whole lot of stuff, but growing up, I got that message, that message that Jesus died in my place. I, I really, be honest, I really couldn't understand at that time. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I, I thought it was a sort of strange that no matter what Reverend Huff preached about he would always end up somehow at Calvary. It was strange to me as a child to tell me you're preaching about Abraham in the Old Testament. And somehow, before you sit down, you end up on a hill called Cap. That was sort of confusing. I sort of wondered about how in the world can you preach about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and then somehow end up on the cross, that confused me. It, it, it ought to make some of y'all wonder now. <laughs> I know it, I knew it. You wonder how in the world every Sunday <laughs> he ends up talking about Jesus. Somehow he's always going to end up at the cross. That, that's all the teachers that I had. My Sunday school teachers, all those folks, they were intent on making sure that I had a clear understanding and a clear appreciation of what Jesus did for me. They wanted me to know, if you don't know anything else, know that he died in your place. But as time has passed and I've grown older, I have come to realize that all they were doing was preparing me for a life of service. All they were doing was preparing me for a life of service to God. They knew that it's only when I have a clear understanding of what Jesus has done. Are y'all hearing me? They know that it's only when I get a clear understanding of what Jesus has done for me that I will develop the right attitude about what my responsibility is to him. Are y'all hearing this? They know that if I can ever get him to understand what Jesus did, then as he grows up, he'll be willing to serve. Because he will understand what his responsibility is to a savior who died for him. This, my brothers and sisters, is what the apostle Paul is doing here in the book of Romans. He's trying to make sure that the Romans and us have a clear understanding of the death of Jesus on the cross. He's trying to make sure that those Romans have an understanding of what he has done for them and what he's done for us, and he wants them to also know not only what Jesus did for you, but he's trying to help them understand this is how y'all respond to what Jesus did. Are y'all hearing this? See, my brothers and sisters, until you are clear on what he has done, you will never be clear on what your response ought to be. Y'all hear me? If you're never clear, if you're not clear on what Jesus did, then you will never be clear on what you ought to be doing for him. Come to the text. Come, Come to the text. Paul has just spent in the book of Romans, he's just spent the first 11 chapters trying to make sure that the Romans have a clear understanding of who Jesus is and what Jesus has done. He spends 11 chapters getting them there. And now when he gets to chapter 12, he's telling them now, now this is what you ought to do in response to what Jesus has done for you. In other words, in other words, he shifts from what Jesus already did to what you and I ought to be doing right now because of what Jesus did. Are y'all following me? I beseech you, he says. He says, I already talked to him in in one through 11 about what Jesus did, carried him to the cross, got him all, all that out of the way. And then he challenges them. He says, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Are y'all hearing this? Here it is. Here it is. Jesus gave himself for you. And in response now, you need to give yourself. Y'all ain't hearing this. I'm I'm preaching better than y'all responding. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He gave himself for you. And now, based on what he did, you ought to give yourself. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Let me say it another way. If you know what Jesus has done, y'all need to get this now. If you know what Jesus, does anybody know what he did? If you know what Jesus has done, if you know how many ways he made out of no way, if you remember how many doors he opened for you, if you know how many mountains he's moved out of your way, if you know how many valleys he has brought, are y'all hearing me? If you know what the Lord, if you know what the Lord has done, you got knowledge. If you know what the Lord has done for you, all he's saying is uh, that if you really understand and know what the Lord has done for you, nobody ought to have to beg you to do anything. Y'all ain't hearing me. Nobody ought to have to beg you to do anything. If you know what the Lord has done for you, uh, you ought to already be pumped up. Yeah nobody ought to be having to pump you up nobody ought to be trying to push you beg you to do anything are you hearing me whenever there is an opportunity if you know what he did you ought to jump up and say here I am present yourself you waiting on somebody to beg you present yourself waiting on somebody to pull you out present yourself You ought to present yourself. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, if you really understand what the Lord has done for you, like you say you understand, you ought to be looking for opportunities to serve him. Here's where Paul, here's where Paul, teaching is a little strange right here. Here's where it gets back to them. It would have been a little strange to them at that time. Uh, 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 See, and and you hear me say it all the time. Uh, Worship is never complete without sacrifice. Worship is never complete until we have given. Worship is never complete until as an offering. But you got to understand that that, that things were turning around that time. And at that time, uh, uh, the people's offering when they went into worship, their offering Uh, They carried bulls and goats. They they carried, are y'all hearing me? Yeah, 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 their sacrifices before they were offered up had to be killed. And offer up live sacrifices. They take them to the altar. They would would kill them there on the altar. Are y'all hearing me? It was slaughtered. Blood was shed on the altar. They offered dead sacrifices. They offered up to God for the remission of their sins. So when Paul is saying this to the Romans, their mindset at that time was if I'm going to make a sacrifice, that means I got to die. In their mind, they're thinking he's talking about sacrifice, but now he's bringing a whole new concept. Here it is the death of Jesus put that practice to an end didn't nobody bring a sheep this morning are y'all hearing me you you didn't bring a bull up in here this morning and and if you did you ain't looking for me to kill it up here you ain't are y'all hearing me that somebody ought to say thank god they changed that that Let, let me read it to you right out of the Bible, right out of the Bible, Hebrews 10 and four, for it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats. Are you hearing me? Should take away sin, but then going down to verse 12. But this man, Jesus, after he had offered one sacrifice for sin forever, went and sat down at the right hand of the Father. Are y'all hearing me? Offered it one time. I ain't going to ever have to go to the cross no more. He died one time. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, for you say it like this. I died one time. I ain't going to die no more. Now here, here's the good news. Here's the good news. That one sacrifice that needs to be made has already been made. Y'all don't know when to shout. That's a a good shouting blade. The one sacrifice that needs to be made has already been made. So nobody needs to die for anything now. Nobody needs to die for the faith, right? Are y'all hearing me? So he's not calling on you to die. He's not calling on us to die. He is calling on you and I to live. Are y'all hearing me? It's calling us to live in the faith. Listen to what he says. You ought then to present your bodies a living. Is that in your book? A living sacrifice. Y'all hearing this? A living sacrifice. Completely. That's all that means. It means I'm sold out. That's what he wants you and I to do. He wants us to present our bodies a completely sold out to him, a life committed to serving him. Are y'all hearing me? Present your bodies a living sacrifice. That means nobody ought to have to beg you. You ought to present your body as a living sacrifice. Are y'all hearing me? That means you ought to serve the Lord with gladness. Present your bodies a living, that means you ought to go when you don't feel like going. Are y'all hearing me? It's amazing to me how we can get a headache and stay at home. Are y'all hearing me? No, no, no. Go when you don't. Nobody, that means that nobody has to run me down to make me serve because I always stand ready to serve. That's what it means to present yourself. That means ain't nobody gotta put you on the list and then call you and tell you. Oh y'all hear me? That means that that, that means that, that you you standing ready to serve. That means that if I get an opportunity, yeah, I'm already. I'm gonna jump in front of somebody. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah. To serve. Present your self. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. If it is, y'all excuse me, but. I'm getting a little tired of this, this celebrity mentality that has crept into the church. This church full of celebrities. Are y'all hear me? You got, got, got a booking agent. Y'all hear me? You, God, God has gifted you and now you, 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 you've had a couple of programs that you've done, and some folks are calling your name. Now you got an agent. We, we are, we are so gifted. We are so gifted that, that now, yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be just honored that anybody would ask you to do anything. Just do your, do your little song on the program. But now, a few people done patted you on the back. Now and now you got an agent, and you tell them to check with my people. Are <laughs> oh, y'all hearing me? Yeah. Send, send. Yeah, yeah yeah check check my get get, get my contracts huh? Are y'all hearing me? I, I've, I've invited people, spirit-filled people, God-called preachers, powerful preachers. I've invited folk to come here. And, and, and before they come, I get this contract in the mail. The contract tells me what kind of room they have to have, got to tell me what kind of water to put in that room. To tell me what they like, what kind of snacks they got, that need to be in that room and how many rooms I need to put in half of that entourage. Under- Needless to say, ain't none of them have been here. <laughs> are, are y'all hearing me? Where, 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 when did we get to that point? You ought to be glad anybody would ask you. Are y'all hearing me? You ought to be thanking God that anybody would ask you. Gifted voices. Are y'all hearing me? Gifted voices. Used to be glad to get up and sing and bless the people of God. But now two or three people done told you you got it. Are y'all hearing me? And now you ain't a bit of good to the body of Christ. You out trying to get a contract. They're talking about what I'm talking about. You, you have to understand that we are to present ourselves living sacrifice. Young people, I don't know if they still say it, but they, I used to hear young people say, that's messed up. <laughs> that's messed up. You, know, you, you used to just sing, used to praise God, now you, got, yeah, that, that's, that's messed up. You, you ought to be glad. That God wants to use you, Will y'all hear me i I, I personally I'm so personal I, I I know and I, I thank God for y'all i, I thank God for how y'all love me and how y'all love on me and I the Lord knows I thank God for the advice and you know but I I I, I, I I I hear you I hear you I don't think i don't hear you remember you're just running yourself to death, doing all these revivals and all these and you know a lot of people say little revivals going to all these little country towns preaching and, are y'all hearing me? I, yeah, but let, let me just tell you, I, I hear what you're saying and I appreciate your concern, but you don't understand, I'm just glad that God ain't slammed the door on me. <laughs> are y'all hearing me? I, 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 I'm just glad, I, I'm just glad that he has had mercy on me. I, I'm just glad that anybody looks at me and think I'm fit to do anything for, are y'all hearing me? I'm motivated. Let's go back to the text. I'm motivated by the mercies of God. Ah, I do what I do. Because he has been merciful to me. If he had not been merciful to me, none of y'all would want to hear a word I got to say. If he had not been merciful to me, all of y'all would run out of here right now. But I thank God for his mercy. Anybody, anybody, anybody in here know what mercy is? Mercy is that thing that keeps you from getting what you deserve. Somebody ought to shout right there. I say mercy is that thing that keeps us from getting what we deserve. Somebody say Lord have mercy. <laughs> you see there's grace. Yeah, Grace is getting what you don't deserve. That's grace. But mercy is when God is withholding what you do deserve. When God doesn't let what happened to you, what ought to happen. Y'all ain't hearing me. Somebody say, Lord, have mercy. My brothers and my sisters, if, if anything ought to drive us, if anything ought to drive us to service, it ought to be Mercy. Are y'all hear me? If anything ought to make you glad that anybody will let you do anything in the church, it ought to be his mercy. Are y'all hearing me? And then, then, then let's make sure, let's go on and milk it for everything. But don't misread it. Not mercy, his mercies. Let's just go on and say it like it's in the book. Not. Nah. His, are y'all hearing me? Am I the only one that's glad that his mercies are new every morning? Are y'all hearing me? Aren't you glad that he didn't just give you one chance and leave you alone? But every morning, that yeah, y'all ain't hearing me. That every morning, that, yeah, let, let me say it like this. The mercy he gave me yesterday, I used that up. Are uh, y'all hear me? The mercy he sent last week, I used it all up. But I thank God that every day, his mercies come brand new every morning. Great is our faithfulness. <clears throat> Let me just spin another... 30 seconds on this. You need to see this. You need to see this. Some of you ain't seen it yet. The truth is, the wages of sin is death. Are y'all hearing this? The wages of sin is death. And your first sin should have took you out of here. Y'all ain't hearing me. Your first sin should have taken you out of here. Most of us sitting over here, you don't even remember your first sin. but the only reason you're here, the only reason you're here looking good, smelling good, the only reason you're up in here is because his mercies are new everywhere. (laughs) make sure we understand why we ought to be serving see you you have said a thought or done something just this last week that should have taken you away from here are y'all hearing me but the only reason why you're sitting here right now is because of the lord's mercy we are not consumed because of here are y'all hearing me somebody say lord have mercy So, so Paul, so Paul says, it's because of these mercies that you ought to stand ready to present yourself to him as a living sacrifice. It's because of these mercies that every time the door you ought to be looking for another chance to are y'all hearing this? Then, then I'm almost through almost through don't just present yourselves any kind of way let's stay with the book let's stay with the book yeah yeah you, you present your way, yourself, you present yourself to him in a way that is acceptable to him. Are y'all hearing me? Let's take it right out of the book so you won't think I'm making it up. You need to present yourself holy. Don't get quiet, don't get quiet, don't get quiet. Present yourself holy. Let me help you out. I see some of y'all drawing up. See you drawing up. Holiness ain't got nothing to do with you. Are y'all here? Holiness ain't got nothing to do with anything you have done. Holiness has everything to do with what he has done in you. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, according to the word of God, any little righteousness I got is just like filthy rags. Are y'all hearing me? But I come, I become holy when I allow him to wrap, uh, y'all hear, to wrap me in his righteousness. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, oh my, when he shall come with trumpet sound, oh, may I then in him be found wrapped in his righteousness. Y'all ain't hearing me. It ain't, it ain't your right. It's wrapped in his righteousness. The key, brothers and sisters, is allowing him to be all that he is in you. Every now and then look toward heaven and say, Lord, uh, I know I'm not worthy. I know I ain't fit, but here I am. I want you to live your holy life in me. Are y'all hearing me? I want you to work your mighty work in me. I want you to be all you can be in me. In other words, God has given his best. And in response to what he has done, we ought to give him our best. He gave us his best. And in response to that, you and I need to give our best. This, according to the scripture, is your reasonable service. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah. This is your reasonable service. This, is, yeah. This, you don't need a plaque for this. Are y'all hearing me? This is what you ought to be doing. Ain't nobody need to be calling your name for this. It's what you ought to be doing. Ain't nobody going to pat you on the back for this. It's what you ought to be doing. Reasonable. Reasonable service. Reasonable. So I like the New International Version says says it, really. It says it the the best that I've read anyway. It says, uh, for this is, it doesn't say reasonable service. It says, this is your spiritual act of worship. (laughs) This is your reasonable service. This is your spiritual act of worship. See, y'all, we got it wrong. We think that when we show up here for a couple of hours watching our watches, we, we think that that's worship. And it is worship, but that ain't all a worship. Are y'all here? It's an opportunity for us to come together and worship together with our brothers and our sisters. But worship is so much more than just two hours here waving our hands. Are y'all hearing me? We, we, we are constantly on the lookout for opportunities to worship, but somehow what we're looking for is another church to go to and another meeting that somebody, are y'all hearing me? But I'm trying to tell you that worship ain't just for Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Worship is every spiritual act of service. Are y'all hearing me? Let let me explain it to you. Not just Sunday. Everything that we do to his glory is an act. Y'all ain't hearing me. Everything that I do to his glory is an act of worship. I may not be nowhere near the church. Are y'all hearing me? It may not be between 11 and 1 on Sunday, but anything that I do for him is an act. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, uh, we worship, uh, and you don't have to have a crowd of folk around to worship. Let me, let me tell you, you really ain't really had worship until you worship with an audience of one. Y'all miss that? Y'all miss that? Yeah, yeah I wonder if anybody knows how to worship in an audience of one. Yeah, and that one is God it really doesn't matter if you don't see it it really doesn't matter who's around as long as God see, are y'all hearing me that is an act of worship so we got to get our minds out of the house, we got to get our minds out of 11 o'clock on Sunday morning if I can help somebody as I pass along, that's worship If I can cheer somebody with a word of song, that's worship. If I can show somebody that is traveling wrong, that's worship. If I can do my duty as a Christian that's worship. If I can bring back beauty to a world of rock, that's worship. If I can spread the message that the master taught, that's worship. Seek you therefore by the mercies of God, you present yourselves, present your bodies, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Y'all come out, already, already been to the cross. Y'all come on. <laughs> Y'all come on. Amen. If thou wilt confess. With thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. If you hear this morning and have never accepted him as Lord and Savior of your life, I want to give you that opportunity now to become a part of the community of the redeemed to turn life around right now. If you're here unsaved, come. If you're already saved and you don't have a church covering, you need to be covered. You need a covering. So right now, right now, while blood runs warm in your veins, now is the time that you ought to be moving. Somebody ought to be moving now.